Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name's Tom Short, so glad to have you along today as we get into the word of God, the powerful, mighty word of God that's so instructive. It gives us the revelation of God. Have you ever wondered, how can we know what God is like? Well, ultimately, the only way we can know is if he tells us. You can't see God, but we, we can see the effects of things God has done. You can learn a lot about God through nature and through studying that all that God has created, including us. But if you really want to know God, you must examine his revelation. And his revelation is in the Bible, the scriptures. So that's why we get together and study it and look at it. If you're joining us today, I'm glad you're here. If you're new, welcome. I hope you will subscribe to our channel and join us every day because we believe it's important to get into the Word of God every day. We've been talking here about delighting in God the last couple of weeks, and God has many, many promises if we do delight in Him. And it's exciting to know God wants us to delight in Him. He doesn't want us to be walking around like sourpusses and like life is terrible, life is hard, life is so forth. Life can be like that, but his goal is to bring us to a place of delight and joy that's primarily found in our relationship with him, not our circumstances, but in him. And today's scriptures have a lot to do with that and the peace that can come from knowing God more intimately as we delight in him. We're looking today at what is known as the omniscience of God, that God is all-knowing. God is all-knowing. Now, this has been quite interesting to me as I've looked at this freshly this week and examined new scriptures on it, And and uh, because what I realize is this. I speak out on campus a lot. I interact with college students, both saved and unsaved, with those who want to really know God and those who are skeptics. And I find that this idea about the knowledge of God, the omniscience of God, what does God know and when did he know it, is a huge philosophical question that people struggle with. Why? Well, you did God, all kinds of questions. Did God know ahead of time that Adam and Eve were going to sin? Did, did God see all the evil that would come about as a result of that? Does God know, know the struggles I'm going to have? Did God know the pain I'm going to have? Did God know the situations I was going to have before they happened? And if so, why did he allow this to happen? Did God know about the Holocaust before it would happen? All of these questions arise in the minds of people, and they often end up being a source of judging God, saying, well, if I knew that was going to happen, I wouldn't do it. And all of these things, and we're trying to understand the mind of God and how God knows these things, and it can lead into many philosophical questions about what does God know, when did he know it, and why was God doing what he did? And yet, I think what I've discovered freshly as I've looked at the verses on the knowledge and omniscience of God is that's not what God is interested in us thinking about and knowing in relation to this topic. That's right. This is a really, really important attribute of God, and we often miss what God wants us to know by having these other discussions that, to be honest, are just really difficult to figure out. Oh, I have ideas. I'm at peace with the idea, but a lot of people aren't, and and we get distracted by it. What does God want us to know, and what does Scripture actually tell us? Remembering 
that God reveals things to us that we should know and can handle, but there are some things that God doesn't tell us. It says in Deuteronomy 29, the secret things belong to the Lord. And so there are some things he just hasn't told us. Let's look for a moment at what he has told us about his knowledge. Probably the the bedrock section on this is found in Psalm 139. Let's read the first four verses together and comment on them. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You understand my thought from afar. You scrutinize my path and my lying down and are intimately acquainted with all my ways. Let's stop here for just a moment. The psalmist is simply pointing out God knows everything we do. He sees when we sit down, when we stand up, when we walk about, when we go here, when we go there. God sees everything we do, everywhere we go. He sees all of our actions. But not only that, he knows our thoughts. He knows my, our thought from afar, meaning probably long before I think it. It's one reality about the knowledge of God, the omniscience of God. He knows things about us that we don't know. Now, by the way, this is an interesting thought, an interesting theological point here. We must understand that that's not true of the devil. People often ask, does the devil or the demons understand my thoughts? Well, yes and no. They don't understand us the way God does. God knows intimately. God knows our thoughts better than we ourselves know them. Our own heart can deceive us, but it cannot deceive God. God understands our motives. God understands our secrets. God understands our our deepest thoughts even better than we do. Now, the devil, our enemy, he may understand what we're thinking in the same way I could, for instance, I might know what my wife's thinking or she might know what I'm thinking, whether we say it or not. If you know someone well, you may know what they're thinking, what's going on in their mind. Even though you don't know it with precision, you know them well enough to know what's going on. Yeah, the, the, our enemy can understand us that well, but God takes it deeper. God can know what's, God can not just theorize or suspect, right? Or say, I know what you're thinking, like we might say to our spouse, but God would say he does know what we're thinking precisely, specifically, and he might even know it better than we understand it ourselves. That's where our God is. And so this is, this is what the psalmist David is writing. Let's continue in Psalm 139. Even before there's a word on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all. So God knows what I'm what I'm, he says, everything I'm doing, everything I'm thinking, and even before I talk, God knows what I'm going to say. Why? Because he knows me deeply. You have enclosed me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's too high. I can't attain to it. This is our God. He understands us and everyone that well. Now, of course, being intimately acquainted with all our ways, if you're not a Christian, if you're not forgiven, if you're not saved, you've got to understand on Judgment Day, God will judge not only your actions, but God will know your thoughts, your intents, your motives. Jesus warned, you may say, you may have heard that you, were, that you shall not commit murder, 
But I say to you, if you have anger in your heart, hatred in your heart, you've murdered them in your heart. He who hates his brothers murders in the heart. And God, from these verses, we know that God will judge the thoughts and intents of the heart. Jesus warned, don't be like the Pharisees. They may have done a good thing, but they did it with the wrong motive. They weren't trying to please God. They were doing it to be seen and honored by men. Watch out. So if you're if you're not yet forgiven, get forgiven because God not only is going to judge your actions, but your thoughts, your intents, your motives. But understand for those of us who are saved, understand that God knows us this deeply, this intimately, and this is what the foreknowledge of God is designed to give us this assurance that we have a God who loves us this deeply and he knows our deepest needs. Look here, Jesus said in Matthew 10, are not two sparrows sold for a cent, and yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father? For the very hairs in your head are numbered. So do not fear, You're of more, you are more valuable than many sparrows. He didn't give us this information about the knowledge of God so we could debate it with skeptics, but rather so we could be aware that God sees us, God knows us, God understands our deepest needs. He understands our fears and our anxieties. If he's got the hair on your head number, he knows the sparrows that will fall to the ground, certainly God is aware of your needs, your anxieties, your fears, your, your fear, so forth. Look in Jesus when he tells us to pray in Matthew chapter 6, verse 8. So do not be like them, the Pharisees who just offered long prayers to be heard by men. For your Father knows what you need before you ask him. What an interesting statement. God knows our needs before we ask, God before we pray, God knows, and yet he wants us to pray, he wants us to call upon him, he wants us because this is how we learn to grow in our relationship with God, we communicate with God. God doesn't need you to, he wants you to. He wants you to know him, to draw near to him, to delight in him. And so when we talk about the all-knowingness of God, a lot of these uh, philosophical questions, let's put them aside for now. Sure, in, in Isaiah 48, I believe it is, it says that God knows the end from the beginning. Isaiah 46, 9 through 10, God knows the end from the beginning. He will bring about all his counsel. He will bring about his purpose. God will accomplish what he wants to do. And indeed, with prophecy, this is something about God. He knows the future, and he's going to bring about what he has said he will do. God keeps his promises, as we saw yesterday. He's faithful. But what is the real thing God wants you to understand? And that is that God knows you, loves you, and cares for you. God understands what you're going through. God understands your fears, your anxieties, your hopes, your dreams. God understands your strengths, your weaknesses. God knows everything about you. He, he understands you. And because of this, we can have great confidence to trust him with our future. He's smarter than us. He's wiser than us. He knows what we need. He understands where we're going. He, he knows our thoughts before we have them. All of these things God knows about us. And because of this, we can trust him. I've shared here before, but years ago, it's kind of obviously a silly thing to say, but I said, Lord, if you and I ever disagree, we'll just settle it right now. You're right. I'm wrong. 
Yeah, it's kind of a silly thing to say because that's obvious. But have you ever come to that point of saying, God, you know me better than I know myself. You understand my needs better than I understand them. You know my future better than I do. You understand what's coming more than I do. You love me more than I love myself. For all of these reasons, I trust you, I yield to you, and I'll follow you with all my heart. Let's be like that, amen? The all-knowingness of God, we can trust him. Father in heaven, we bless you today and we worship you. We are like David, who said it's the, the way you're intimately acquainted with us, it's too difficult. You know everything, you know everywhere we go, when we lie down, when we rise up, you know, you watch over us while we sleep. You know our thoughts. You know our words before we speak them. You know the thoughts and intents and motives of our heart better than we understand ourselves. And we confess that, Lord, that you understand us better than we do. Oh, Lord, I think in our day and age, so many people are confused and have such an issue with mental health and so forth, and people don't even understand themselves. And going, They go to doctors or they go to counselors. Thank you, you're the mighty counselor, the wonderful counselor, the mighty God. You understand us, and your counsel endures forever. Might we be people who yield to you and allow you to fill us, and we walk in your ways, and we allow you to bring whatever healing and guidance is needed in our life. We bless you today, and we love you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. I love the Word of God. It's so rich. It's so personal. It's so practical, so applicable. Sometimes I wonder, oh, Lord, why do we ignore it? Why don't we get into it more? And so that's why we get into it every single day. And we trust that day by day, we only spend about 15 minutes together, but day by day, God is transforming us, building us, encouraging us, helping us to have insight into Him, into ourselves, and into others. So I hope you'll join us every day. I love you guys. So glad you're here with me. So until we meet tomorrow, might the Lord fill you with the peace that comes from knowing that God knows, understands, and loves you. I love you too. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.